Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, everybody? You are with Clark and Bobby, officially episode two of season three, and you're at our house with us. So as usual, if you hear little munchkins come running in, free entertainment for you. But today we're going to begin with a game, and Bobby doesn't know this. All right, Bobby, what I'm going to do is I, and for you listening, (laughs) this is for you as well, I'm going to read off a quote, and it's someone's final words from a movie. And I want you to tell me who this is as they're dying. Uh, I don't know. The first (laughs) one. It's like your go-to always. Are you ready? Okay, I'll try I'm melting, melting. Oh, what a world. What a world. Whoever thought a little girl like you could destroy my beautiful wickedness. I'm going, ah. Sounds like somebody bad. Yep. Is that the Wicked Witch? Yep, from? The Wizard of Oz? You got it. Wizard of Oz, 1939. How about this one? It's an easy one. Freedom! (laughs) I don't know if I have watched this whole movie, but it is Braveheart. It is Braveheart. That's That's right. Gut-wrenching. All right, here's the next one. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I, I shall be become more powerful Wars. than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> Episode four, A New Hope. I know. who. I shall become more powerful than you can even imagine. This is Darth Vader. About to strike fighting. down. Obi-Wan Kenobi? You got it. Oh my, Gosh, look at me. I love you. <laughs> I know. If you hear like right. little Googling, I, I, Cruz is in here too. She's, yeah. All right, right last two. Oh, sorry. Okay. Want you to promise me. You're not going to stop this fight no matter what. No matter what, you're not going to stop this fight. Is that Rocky? Yeah. Who's who's talking to Rocky? Apollo? Yes. <laughs> Bobby G, isn't she something, I, everybody? I'm on a roll. Last I know, one. This is good. We should do this more. Promise me. Promise me, Rose. You'll never let go of that promise. Oh, that's Titanic. Into the ice. I know. Bye-bye. You got it. One. All right. <laughs> so hopefully you listening got those as well. Now, we didn't just start this game for no reason. It actually applies to what Second Peter 1 is talking about. Yes. Clark discerned, discovered. I didn't even know this, you guys. But evidently, these are Peter's last words. And so we want to pay attention to them. So first ends, um, excuse me, the book of Second Peter then is kind of Peter's last, His final you know, words. What, what am I going to give the body, the churches that's circulating? Um, so that's what we're going to read in Second Peter. Mm-hmm. So... I guess just to ask you, mm-hmm. you're about to die. What's the final yeah. thing you're going to pass on to the church, to yeah. the podcast listeners, to our children? What are you going to say? Oh, is this theoretical or this is real? No. That's deep. This is, this is uh, not rhetorical. <laughs> this is a real question. What would you say? Yeah. Just simply put on the spot. Yeah, I would say, you know, it's, Life's it all garden. comes down to Jesus. No. Okay. See, I'm trying to be serious. Po- and now you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The biscuit recipes above. Yeah. <laughs> biscuit recipes Do not above give the Aunt Christina the biscuit recipe. <laughs> it is mine. That's right. For uh, what would you say? Yeah, it's all the Lord. It all belongs to the Lord. It's all Him. Mm. Life here, you know, going where I'm going, it all belongs to Him. I belong to Him. You belong to Him. You know, believe it. I think that's where I would kind of go. What would you? Yeah, I would say live a life of repentance and don't despise a day of small things. Life's a marathon. I feel like you've thought about this before. Are you? <laughs> No, no, that seemed prepped. I, I, no, I've had these conversations a lot with people lately that are mm. more discouraged with like where they're currently at. And I hope we live to be old um, and have yeah. grandkids and great grandkids. But 
life's a marathon and the spiritual journey is a marathon and it can be mm. easy to get discouraged and like the moment by moment, but it's just being faithful to scripture daily, yeah. repenting daily church weekly or more than that, you know, small groups and stuff like that. And it's just like eating meals. You don't remember what you ate yesterday for lunch, but your meals sustain you. They, yeah. they give you nutrients. And the same thing is with the Christian community, with God's word, which we're going to talk about in just a minute mm. and God himself. And so don't be discouraged. It's a marathon keep going and life's a garden <laughs> dig it My joe goodness. dirt <laughs> what's the lotion on its skin so we're in second peter you guys chapter one all right cruises in it too oh she's excited about it yeah. why don't you kick it off clark pick it up at verse three it says his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness I guess as Bobby and I were talking, kind of thinking through, God's given you and me everything we need for a godly life. Well, what is everything we need? It's the life of Jesus, and it's the life of Jesus taught in and through the scriptures, and it's the Holy Spirit to help us make sense of the scriptures, and the church, which encourages us and edifies us and uh, holds us accountable, these kind of things. God's given us everything we need to grow. And then from there, what happens is he talks about the really the fruit or the result of sure. these things. You want to read verses five through eight? I do. This is the NIV, you guys. Uh, for this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness love. For you possess these qual- if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive mm-hmm. in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I feel like those things are similar to the fruit of the Spirit, yeah. where it's like those are um, things that result from you being connected to yeah. what he said in verse 3, mm-hmm. like everything you need, scriptures, Jesus, the Spirit, the church. You, you become that person. You yep. embody it. It's not mm-hmm. something you can take on and off. It's it's who you actually are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's unto the Lord. And so back to, this is the meat of what stuck out to me too. Like Clark's saying is um, that you've been given these things in Christ for godliness. And so it looks like this. And if when I kind of sat in that for a minute was, um, you know, the Bible could say you've been given these things in Christ for a, um, you know, really wealthy life or for a really easy life or for a life of, you know, just no suffering and ease. And that's not what he says. Actually, it says it's so that you can be empowered to live this way um, unto me, unto my glory and to be productive and effective. Those are the two words um, Mm -hmm. in verse eight. And so sometimes, you know, we kind of get this gospel mentality. Sometimes it's like, I'm not going to go to church. I'm not going to go to small group. I'm just going to watch online and then I'm going to do my little Bible study at home. And I get it, um, you know, for time, for seasons, for times being. But then that kind of becomes like a self-help thing. Like, because, hey, maybe I am being transformed in godliness when I'm doing these things. Uh, But I think Peter's point here is that, number one, you need community, but also number two, is that it's not unto yourself. It's actually so you can be effective in sharing the message, that Mm -hmm. you can produce fruit in the kingdom. So it's actually... it's actually living into Christ-likeliness. It's actually Christ-likeliness. Sorry, I was thinking godliness and Christ-likeness, and I meshed it together. Could have been worse. It, it Shoot. Could, it hit it. Been. No. 
I've said that multiple <laughs> times in the basketball court. Shoot it, hit it. And you know what came out. You guys. Anyway, so my point in saying all that is um, that becoming these things and having these virtuous qualities is not the gift in it of itself. The gift is to develop these things so that we can be a gift in the kingdom, so that we can be inviting other people in, so that we are effective in communicating the message. So I I think it'd be appropriate for us to pause and you to think for a minute listening, am I being effective? Is is my life fruitful? That's a question of examination. Yeah. Yeah. When is the last Mm -hmm. time I talked to someone who was not a Christian Mm -hmm. about Jesus? Do Mm -hmm. I have any relationships with people in the world that are not following Jesus? If we can't answer these questions quickly, um, then I think we need to re-examine and go, how fruitful, how fruitful is my life? Granted, it, within the Christian community, we got to encourage one another, spur one another on, yeah. hold each other accountable. That's there. We got to do that. But you also got to have one step out into the world, mm-hmm. encouraging people, inviting, praying for, mm-hmm. just doing what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to the fruitfulness and the effectiveness of our ministry, mm-hmm. that's something that we just have to constantly reevaluate. And also, I'm really excited about our sermon series we're about to enter into, the following Jesus together, mm. because uh, we've been talking about it a lot. If you've been around Emmanuel, yeah. it's going to be a huge gift to the Christian who's been a Christian forever because mm-hmm. it's going to push you to take the next step deeper. Mm-hmm. But not only does it encourage us to go deeper, it encourages us to go wider because it also mm-hmm. explains really the basics of following Jesus. What does it mean to be a Christian? What does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? And so if you've never read the Bible or don't know anything about the Lord, mm-hmm. like this is going to be an awesome opportunity. So I'm really hoping our church steps in here. Yeah, so, indeed. Yeah. Um, anything else like within that, those couple of verses or you want to keep going? Um, you know, I think that was kind of the main thought for me okay. in the first section there. Okay. Yeah. So within the context of what's happening in Peter here, there are people who are doubting Peter's legitimacy. Thinking like, did Pete really yeah. hang out with Jesus? Is this real? <laughs> like, when? why isn't he coming back yet? Like, what's going on? Mm. And so when you look at verses 13 and 15, Peter's alluding to, I'm about to die. And also, I'm going to keep telling and retelling the story of God. And I want you to know, I'm not making this up. So verse 13, he mm-hmm. says, I think it right to refresh your memory. As long as I live in the tent of this body, because I know that I'll soon put it aside. As our Lord Jesus Christ has made it clear to me, and I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things, the gospel. Mm -hmm. And then verse 16, to all those people who are doubting Peter's legitimacy, he's saying, we did not follow cleverly invented stories when we told you about the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Mm -hmm. And so what he does here is he goes in the next couple of verses to tell the story of the transfiguration. Verses 16 and 17 and 18, mm-hmm. when he was up on that holy mountain and Jesus, you know, shined before their very eyes. And that's when Peter <laughs> jumps in and, hey, hey, you know, <laughs> Moses, uh, sh- why it's good that you're Jesus, here. Glad you're here, guys. Um, can I build you a tent or a house? Place? Yeah. Like, Father's like, Peter, shut up. I'm doing something No, here. And, love. uh, yeah, just be quiet. <laughs> Said a lot nicer. <laughs> But um, but what he's going back to is is like that really critical moment where he's saying this is real, Jesus is real. I'm not making this stuff up. But then what he does from there is he transitions in verse 20 mm-hmm. and 21 to talk about how not only did he firsthand have an experience with God, but he also shows them how Jesus fulfills all the Old Testament prophecies. Right. So there's not just Peter's word, but there's centuries yeah. of 
prophetic word pointing to the person of Christ coming, dying, resurrecting, etc. So do you want to read verses 20 and 21? And that should lead us to the end of the chapter. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation. For prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. There you go. So Peter's pointing to how our story is part of something so much bigger than ourselves. So I think there's a place there for you listening and for us today to kind of hold in our left and our right hand our testimony and the scriptures. So as you do interact with the world and have a fruitful and effective life, like you're able to say like, here's how God has changed my life and here's how I meet the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, when people come and ask you why, it's not just our personal testimony. Mm-hmm. We're able to speak and we're navigated and guided by the Spirit through the Scriptures. Mm-hmm. We're able to say, like, here's how my biblical, here's my worldview. We're sinners. Um, the wages of sin is death. Mm-hmm. God demonstrated his love for us that while we're sinners, he died for us. Now, no one's condemned. And if you believe in your heart and you profess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, he died and resurrected, you're going to be saved. Mm. And your life is to be offered as a living sacrifice. So... If you're paying attention to the Romans road, that's Romans 3, 5, 6, 8, 10, and 12 right there. <laughs> I, you know what I think? We have to get our kids on here because I think the last mm. podcast we talked about our goals for the summer and one of it was oh. to go surfing with the kids and to memorize the scripture with the little ones. And they've got yeah. the Romans road about down, so we'll have to have them, have them share. Yeah, indeed. But That'll be good. anyways, testimony and scripture, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks you guys for tuning in. We're so excited to be back with you this fall and kick off um, just our regular Monday, Wednesday. Cruise is excited also for you. So thanks for tuning in. Um, catch us on Friday again, and uh, we'll be going through Second Peter chapter 3. God bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. He'll make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.